are listening to New Life Before. We pray that this message encourages you and helps you stay Jesus-focused. As we talk about the tale of two trees, part two, okay, we're actually establishing, you know, two sides, all right? And uh, the bottom line here is what we talked about uh, last Sunday, that the issue between the two trees is the trust. The issue is really trusting, all right? Are you trusting in your own effort or are you trusting in God? Are you trusting in your own uh, strength or are you trusting in the Lord? Amen? Because like, like we, we, what we talk about, Christianity is about believing, you know, who you are in Christ. It is not trying to become, you know, but trying to, trying to work out something so that God is going to be pleased with you. But actually, Christianity, true Christianity, is believing who you are already in Christ. Amen? Because when a Christian focuses on behavior or performance, then what happens is there's no point for the cross. Amen? Because you're focusing now on, you're saying that the cross did not do enough, so I need to add to what God has done. Amen? But we are not focusing on that, right? The point of the cross is really relationship, not rules. God is into relationship. Amen? God is into relationship. That's what we're praying for every time you come in here, that you will have an encounter with God. Because it's all about relationship. It's all about an encounter. It's not about rules. Amen? It's not about you must do this so that God, will be, ple- God is ple- will be pleased with you, that God will accept you. Religion, you know, is a form wherein tells you that you must do all of these things so that you will be righteous, so you will be acceptable in the sight of God. But really, Jesus died not for religion. He died for relationship. Amen? So when you start focusing on doing right and avoiding wrong, what happens is, your focus is without God's grace, without God's empowerment, you're trying to do what is right. I want to do what's right. I, I want to trust in my own strength. I want to do what is right for me, for me, for me. Without acknowledging His presence, without acknowledging our dependency on God, then it is going to be like you're eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Are you following? Amen. You took upon your, the responsibility of providing for your life. You took upon that responsibility to live life on your own. So are, are you getting this? Amen. So when Adam ate of that tree, he instantly found himself in a place where doing right and wrong was his focus in life. All right? Until that point, he was always dependent on God. All right? Entirely on God for every detail of his life. But now his focus was his, on, on his own his own performance, his own behavior, and not God. And among you know, when you focus on that, that is going to be dangerous. Amen? And it's not going to bear fruit. All right? It will always lead into not life, but it will lead into death. All right? So we want to talk more about these things. Amen? Are you, are you still with me? Amen. Because really, I want us to be established in partaking of the tree of life. Amen. You know, a good similarity, you know, it's not an accident that God put two trees. And many are questioning, why did God not just put one? Among, you know, we talked about that. God wants a relationship. He does not want to force things on us. 
Amen. He wants us to follow Him with all of our heart. Amen. One good similarity also along the word is when He put the two trees, it can also be a symbol of the grace of God, which is the tree of life, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is actually the law. Grace and law. A comparison, right? What is the law? The law represents what? Man's effort. Amen? Man's effort to gain something from God, right? It signifies, you know, man's uh, trying and striving so that he can reach a point wherein God is going to be pleased with him. That is the law. You do all the commandments so that you can reach a certain level. That is the law. The law is based or was based on works and merits. The focus of the law is you. You will. You must. You must do these things. You must focus on these things. You must obey these things. You must, you must, you must. That is the focus of the law. Isn't that similar to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Wherein the focus is really man's effort, right? But do you know the very purpose of the law, why God has given the law? The law is good, and God gave the law. Alright, God gave the commandments. You know why He gave the commandments? To show us that we cannot do it. To show us that I need God. I cannot do all these things. Alright, I cannot do all these, you know, commandments that you have given me in the Old Testament. I cannot. You know, Israel tried, but they failed. The best of them failed. Right? Even David, the best of them in the Old Testament failed. Alright? But you know what? It's not really about us trying to do these things. God gave the law so that what happens? So that we can come into our realization, wait, I'm eating from a wrong tree. I need the tree of life. I need to depend on God. I need a Savior. I need you in my life. Amen. In everyday life, we must come into that conclusion when we wake up and when we uh, you know, lay down to sleep. Amen, that we need God in everything that we are doing in every area of life. Amen. Romans 3.20 says, For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. For the law simply shows us how what? You know why it shows us how simple we are? Because it's going to show you that you cannot do it. Amen. That you cannot attain in your own strength. Amen. Galatians 3, 24 to 25 says that the law, therefore the law was our tutor, all right, to bring us to Christ. It is going to point us the right way. It's going to point us, hey, you cannot do this on your own strength. You cannot cannot, uh, follow all these commandments in your own strength. It is just a tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by what? By faith. By what? By believing. When you eat from the tree of life, you are believing. Amen. Look at verse 24. Uh, 25. Go to verse 25. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. So the law is passed. Who is faith? Faith is Jesus Christ. Amen. The moment He came, the moment it, 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 uh, you know, He became alive, what happens is we now are not under the law anymore. Amen. We are now under you know, Him, grace. We are under Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're talking about the law. The law is good. Amen. But do you know that the enemy of the best is good? Maybe there are some things that are good for you. 
Amen. But really, what I'm trying to say is there is something better as far as God is concerned. There is something better. Amen. Maybe you think that that person is good for you. God is saying, hey, there's, something, there's someone better. And all the young people say, amen. Right? Do you think that that job is good for you? Oh, all the packages are there already. You know what? Well, have you consulted you know, with God? God, do, you, uh, do I have peace in my heart? God, you know, is this your, the, will, the, the will that you have for me? Okay? Because as far as God is concerned, He's not just settling for good. He wants you to live in the best. And His will is the best. Amen. We think that this is good. That's why I'm saying that there's a fine line. We think that this is good. You know what? But that's why many people get into trouble because they think this is good. This is good for me. Ah, that's wrong for me. This is good for me. I feel it. Right? Oh, this job is perfect for me. All right? Oh, I need to go abroad because, you know, the, it's, it's luring me. Malaki ang kita. Big pay outside. Are you going to leave your family? Yeah, but I'm going to go abroad. And unless God tells you to go abroad, then you follow what God tells you. But some people are trusting in their, what they see in their senses because this is good. This is good. Rather than asking God, is this really the best for me in this season? Amen? Is this best for me? So, God gave the law to point us to the best. The law is good, but He wants us to point us, you know, the law is there to point us to the best. Amen? When Adam ate of the fruit, and some say that's an apple fruit, I don't really know. All right? Maybe it's a durian. I do not know. <laughs> Maybe. Because durian. I don't know if you like durian, but Pastor Alvin loves durian, so do you love durian? But anyways, as he ate of that fruit, it signifies his independence, you know, from God. He's saying that I want to be under not a relationship. I want to be under rules. Give me rules. Give me rules, all right? Your choice is always rules or relationship. You know what? You cannot reduce relationship into rules. Cannot. It's going to be not real. Imagine I put a rule on Mylene. When you, you know, when uh, I, 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 I say, Mylene, you must do this. You must do this for me. You need to wake up and cook breakfast for me. Amen. You need to wake up and give me, you know, give me juice every morning. You need to wake up and prepare my, my clothes. And these are the rules. Well, you know that Mylene is not going to really... At first, she can try, but at the end, she will fail because it's not true to his heart. It's not real, right? And we're going to have a problem. If I demand that from Mylene every time I wake up, where's my juice? Amen, where's my breakfast? We are going to have a problem, right? Because you always look at the... You, you, you know, the behavior. Why not go into the other way wherein there's life, wherein, you know, let her do what is based on her heart because you trust that you, she loves you even though she wakes up so late that you wake up early. Why not, diba? Something like that. Why not do the opposite? Why not do it for her? I'm getting myself in the, into trouble now. <laughs> All right? Well, you know what? I bring her juice every morning. I do that too. Okay. Are you, are you following? Are you seeing this? 
rather than rules, which is so boxed, which is this is not the will of God. Amen. Well, don't, don't, uh, don't uh, misquote me. Rules are good. There are rules. You know, there are, you know, but, huh? There is a place for that. But if you put that ahead of relationship, that is going to be a disaster. Amen. Amen. You know, it says in Romans 5, uh, 7, verse 5 to 6, it says here, when we were controlled by our old sinful nature, sinful desires were at work within us. And the law aroused these evil desires that produce a harvest of sinful deeds resulting in death. Rules. It, result, it results in death because you've been trying to do it on your own. Look at verse 6. But now, everybody's saying, but now. But now we have been released from the law, from, you know, rule-keeping. We try to do things for we died to it and are no longer captive to its power. Now, because of Jesus' coming, we can serve God not in the old way of obeying the letter of the law. I love this. Can you see the, simil- the, the difference? But in the new way of living in the Spirit. Another way to put it is the tree of life is the new way of living in the Spirit. Right? And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the old way of obeying and trying, you know, to uh, obeying the letter of the law. Are you, are you following? Amen. So, rather than saying, God, you know what, I, I need to do this, I need to do this. Why not begin to say, I trust you from start to finish. I know that I can trust you. So, in every step that I take, every step I take, I will follow you. Right? In every step I take, I will, you will lead me. Because you said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You lead me beside quiet waters. Amen. I wrote down something here. But if you choose to abide in Christ, you get from the tree of life, you'll find yourself doing the right thing at the right time, every time. Doing the right thing with the right people, with the right heart. You will find yourself at the perfect will of God at this season, at your season. Amen. Even though you don't see things in the natural, but you know in your heart that you are in that season. You know, you know in your heart you are in the perfect place. And you know what? I love what the Brother June said a while ago. If you follow him, all the things, the, all the other things will follow. Right? When you begin to follow him, you know what? All the other things will follow. Amen? Amen. Galatians 2.20 to 21 in the Message Bible. In the Message Bible. Well, let's start with verse 19. Pala. Verse 19. Galatians 2.19. It says, What actually took place is this. I tried keeping rules and working my head off to please God. And you know what? It did not work. So, make a choice. Make a, sh- a switch. So I quit being a lawman so that I could be God's man. Verse 20. Christ's life showed me how, enabled me to do it. That is what the grace of God will do. It will show you the need for Christ. It will show you life, and then He will enable you to do it. It will empower you. Like what I said in the, in, when I preached in another church in Alabama, I said the gospel of grace is not, it's not a gospel of laziness. It will not make you lazy. Amen. But it will empower you to do life, to do the, the commandments. But I'm getting ahead of myself. But the commandments under the new covenant is not a set of rules written in stones. 
right? That we must follow the stone. One, two, three. Why stone? Because it's all out there. But the commands now that God and the rules now, you could say that God is now putting for us to obey is written in our hearts. So, when it is written in our hearts, you would want to do it because it's real in your heart now. Going to church is not something that you need to do, but going to church is something that you get to do. Oh, I, wow, a privilege. Sunday morning, I'm here. Some of these people who are here, you come out of work. Yeah. Amen. Some are here out of uh, call centers. Yeah. All right? You know, before going home, they go to church. Yeah. Amen? And they listen and they sleep in church. No, 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 not sleep. But they are alive and awake. No, I, I, I get you. No, I'm just joking. But really, I appreciate you. Amen? It's, why? Why are you going here? Because it's not a duty. It is a delight. Amen? I identified myself completely with Him. Indeed, I have been crucified with Christ. My ego is no longer central. It is no longer important that I appear righteous before you, you know, or have your good opinion. Why? Because you're not trying to please people now with your performance. I am no longer driven to impress God, but Christ lives in me. The life you see me living is not mine, but it is lived by the faith, by faith in the Son of God. Who's your focus now? The Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. And look at verse 21. I'm not going to go back on that. Verse 22. Right? It says, do we have... I'm not going... Next verse. It is not clear to you that to go back to that old... Is that, is that the same verse? Okay, never mind. I need to check my notes with regards to this. All right, But it says here, I'm not going back, amen, on that. Because it's been something that is real, something that is, what do you call this, relational. I tried keeping the law. I tried doing things on my own strength. But you know what? It did not work. I will now begin to, what? Follow Him out of a relationship. Amen? Amen? You know, another, another word for, you could say, Another word for this, you could say, with regards to the law and with regards to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, is living, you know, under, you know, the, the curse and the blessing. Or you could say living also led by the spirit and led by the flesh. You know, two things again, that God has put these two trees that symbolizes law and grace and also can symbolize what? Flesh, living in the flesh and living you know, according to the Spirit. What is living in the flesh? Living in the flesh is what? Again, going back to the law, just like the law, just like eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You are living through the senses. What is good for me? What is not good for me? I can do this on my own. I feel doing this. I do not feel doing this and all of these things, right? So this is living according to the senses, living in the, in the flesh. But God says, you know what? According to his scripture, that whoever lives according to the flesh, it will not profit anything. Because the flesh, when you live in this side, it will not profit anything. But when you begin to live in the spirit, which is the newness of life, what happens? It will profit life. It will give life. Amen? Amen? Look at uh, Romans 8. 
1 to 5 in the New Living Translation. Is this blessing somebody? Amen. It says here, Romans 8, 1 to 5, NLT. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to Him, the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Can you see the difference again? All right? You are now free. You can now partake of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. All right? The law of Moses, uh, rather, partake of, not the partake of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, partake of the tree of life. Look at this in verse 3. The law of Moses was enabled to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent His own Son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving His Son as a sacrifice for our sins. This is what Jesus did. Amen? Verse 4, He did this so that the just requirement of the law could be fully satisfied for us. This is what we sang a while ago. Whatever demand, He paid for it. Amen? We, and then, who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead, what? Follow the Spirit. Now we can now follow the Spirit. And then verse 5, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that what? Please the Spirit. Now look at verse 6. Verse 6 says, So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to what? Leads to death. Alright, what is that sinful nature? Trusting in your own strength. Alright, being alone, being independent. It will always lead into death. But praise God, today we're not under that already. We have now a choice. Amen, that we can partake of life. And it says, so letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting, say letting. By letting the Spirit control your mind. Whenever you're in church, God is now, you know, speaking to you and allowing His Spirit to just flow and wash you with the water of the Word. Control your mind and that leads to what? Life and and peace. Amen? So when we walk after the flesh, we rely on our own resources. When we walk according to the Spirit, we rely on Him. Amen? When we are working here, what happens? It produces nothing. It will lead to death. It will lead to barrenness. But when we are now begin to live out of life, it will produce fruitfulness. Amen? I have a... I, I think I showed this here. I don't know where, where, what service. But I have like a table. I just, you know, wrote these things. The tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I want you to see this quick if we have it. All right? Led by the Spirit. Look at this. A tree of life, you are led by the Spirit. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, this side is led by senses, man's knowledge. Here in the tree of life, you're living motivated by love. Here, living motivated by, I must do this because, you know what, I'm, uh, because of, you know, I need to you know, be uh, self-sufficient. I need to protect myself and all of that, self-preservation. Here, you are fueled by faith. Here, you are fueled by fear. All right? And so everything that you do is based on fear. But here, you're, you're believing. You're trusting. You know that things are going to manifest because God loves you. Amen? You know, doing things out of rest. Okay? And rest is not doing, 
like not doing anything, but you now have confidence. You step out knowing it's the will of God, right? Here, doing things born out of stress. Have you tried doing things out of stress? Is it productive? Not really, amen? In the other side, you know, in the tree of life, you are saying that I trust you, Lord. Here, you're saying, I trust in me. I trust in what I've accomplished. I trust in, you know, the, the system of man. I trust in, you know, what I know would work, right? Do you know that not all that works before in the past, you know, will work in your present and even in your future, right? That means that God is leading you into different seasons. That's why we need to just trust in Him. Amen. Our age, we're changing, right? Amen. Before I am 25, now I'm 26. It's changing. We're changing in every season of life. No. You know, before, you know, I see my son, before he was, you know, a a toddler and now, you know, changes. And now he's in college, different needs in different seasons. Amen. That means we need God. What worked for us when we were young will not work for us now. We need God. We need, in all changes, we need Him. Amen. We need to trust in Him. Here, you're living with freedom. All right? You are not in bondage. You are living in bondage here. You're living in a blessing, or rather to be a blessing, because you know you are blessed. Here, you are trying to be blessed. I want to be blessed. And you think that blessing is in a form of material things. That's why you strive for material things. Amen. I like what the Bible says that seek first His kingdom and His righteousness and what? All these things will be, you know. So in the kingdom, you're already blessed. And understand that you are blessed, then you can be a blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot be a blessing outside if you do not know that you are blessed first. Amen. You cannot. You cannot touch other people if you do not know that God has touched you first. Because what happens with God is He touches you so that you can touch other people. Amen? When in the knowledge of good and evil, people are trying to feel good of themselves, that's why they try to do charity work outside so that they can feel good in themselves. Tama? So that it's going to be, you know what? I've done this. There's a motive here in all of that. But in the other side, this is, I'm already blessed so that I can be a blessing to other people. Life or death. Here, you're focusing on Christ, of course, and here, you're focusing on many things. I remember Peter, he was focusing on Christ one time. He was walking on, you know, on the water, and then what happened when he began to focus on other things? Can you see again the similarity? Tree of the knowledge of good and evil, partaking of life, partaking of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You're partaking of life one time, you're focusing on Jesus, but the moment you begin you know, to focus on other things, you focus on senses, you focus on the wind, the waves, and all, the, all of these things, the problems, you know, how, the, how strong is the, 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 the rain, how strong is the wind. Gosh, in these past few days, grabe ang ulan, di ba? Amen? Imagine you're walking, you know, in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, and you're feeling that, and you're sensing the rain. But Peter was able to walk on water because he was focused on Jesus. He was drawing from the tree of life. When the moment he began to, you know, look at the left and the right, he began to what? Sink. But praise God for life. 
Jesus is there to always lift us up. Maybe sometimes we focus on certain things, but praise God, when we, continue, when we focus on other things, we're still safe because He lifts us up. Amen? He's always there to lift us up. Amen? So, are you always trying to find yourself thinking of, in terms of what is right and wrong and worried about the future? Or are you trusting in God to lead you to what is right and to what is wrong? Amen? What is good and what is best? Are you following? Are you living your life in, in a, by full list of commandments, a list of good and instructions? Or are you living your life in, by full of communication, you know, and trust and discernment? Amen? Are you living from your head, trying to, with the knowledge of what is good, what is wrong, what is right, Amen. What is bad? You know, trying to focus on what is the do's and the don'ts. Or are we living from the heart, not the head, but the heart made of increased knowledge? The more we see Jesus, He is the center of our lives and what He has done and who we are in Him. It's always a choice. Amen. But praise God. You know, the Bible is very clear in John 6.57 in the Amplified Version. You know, it says here, John six fifty seven Amplified. And just as the living Father sent me, I live by, through, and because of the Father. Even so, whoever continues to what? Feed on me. Amen? Feed on the tree of life. Who is the tree of life? Jesus. Whoever feeds on me. Do you know that word feed there is actually, you know, to chew. You know, to chew. How do you eat? Alright? Do you chew your food? Diba? Doctors say that we must chew our food so that we can receive the nutrients of the food. But sometimes when we're so hungry, we just, diba? Gulp it. Alright? But really, we need to chew our food. That's why we have beautiful teeth. All right? It's there to grind it, to chew it. Well, God is saying that you meditate on me. You feed on me. I love it in the Amplified. Whoever takes me for his food and is nourished by me shall in turn, what? Live. Everybody say live. Live through and because of me. Amen. So the key here in living in this life is just to continue to partake of Jesus. And we will always find ourselves drawing from the tree of life. Amen? I don't want us to be consumed. Am I eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Or am I eating from the tree of life? What am I, where am I eating? No, you just focus on Jesus. Amen? Just feed on Jesus. You know, draw from Jesus. You wake up, Lord, lead me. Not when you wake up, I must choose. Am I drawing from the tree? No, I don't want us to be a legalistic thing. But we just trust in Him. Lord, You will lead me at the right place. Amen. You will lead me where I must take a taxi. You will lead me to praise God for Uber. Praise God for grab a taxi. Amen. You will lead me where to go. Thank You, Lord, for ways. Amen. You will lead me what to buy and when to buy it. All the women will say. And the men will say, thank You, Lord. (laughs) Amen. Even in health, You will lead me what to eat and not to eat. Sometimes we get so 
bound by, I must not eat this. But yeah, you know, you have knowledge in that. But really, you know, we're led by the Spirit of God. There sometimes your body needs a little bit of a kick. All right? Right? Amen? So we're led what not to eat and not to eat. Amen? Amen? There's not, you know, we're led because we know we trust in Him. Amen? Now, quickly now, the tree of life, of course. I want to just focus on that. Tree of life represents who? Jesus. Represents the grace of God. God wants you to know that you do not need to struggle and strive. Trying to live life on your own strength. There is a better way. Everybody say, there's a better way. In Christ, you have a better covenant. You are no longer self-sufficient, but you are God-sufficient. Here, you are self-sufficient, but here I am, what? God-sufficient. Romans 5.17 says, it says, For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and His gift of righteousness for all who receive it, will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. When we partake of Jesus, we will live in triumph. We will live in Him. Let me give you, I think we have a table here that talks about the tree of life. When you partake of the tree of life, quickly now I want you to see this. All right? Eating from the tree of life, among you know, you are what you eat. Right? You are what you eat. And so when you eat of the tree of life, partaking of the tree of life, you're saying, I focus on you, Jesus. I need you in my life. I am humble. You know, I want more of you. So when you partake of the tree of life, grace, you begin to enjoy the fruit. And you eat as much as you want. Right? You fulfill, Jesus fulfilled the law, so He is now your qualification for the blessing. You say, Lord, thank you. I am blessed today because you qualified me for the blessing. Amen? Other people will say to you, you know what, you're not, you're not good enough, but praise God, I am blessed in you. Amen? There's always a choice. It causes grace to increase when you partake of the tree of life. Eating it causes an awareness of God's righteousness and grace. You know when you partake of the tree of life, less of you and more of God. It just focuses on, on who He is in your life. Amen? What else? Next, when you eat the tree of life, what will happen? A much more glorious ministry you have and the ministry of righteousness that exceeds much more in glory. There's a better covenant. You're now under the better covenant. You understand what God has done and what you're beginning to understand that you can trust in Him because of the finished work of Christ. Our sins were forgiven by the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. You begin to eat of that, you will know that. You begin to eat of the tree of life, Jesus removes your shame and gives you more of His glory. Amen? Next, another thing, when you begin to eat of the tree of life is this. We come with boldness to enter the presence of God. Through with the blood of Jesus, we draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. You enter in because you know, God, I am your son. Amen? I thank you that I belong to you. I am alive because today I have you in my heart. Amen? You know, some people are afraid to go to God because they do not know who they are. Amen? But praise God, here we know who we are. We are sons. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. We know that we have been forgiven. We know that we're the righteousness of God. Amen? 
And lastly, look at this. When you begin to eat of the tree of life, that what will happen is there will be an expectation of favor. Amen. Every day will be a day, a good day. Amen. You can sing this song, Good morning, good morning. It's a beautiful day. Right? It's going to be a day of expectation, a day of favor, a day of grace, a day of glory. As Jesus has obtained a more excellent ministry, and we know that He's the mediator. He makes sure that whatever I paid for, Jesus is saying, at the cross, my children will receive. My children will have it. Amen. What happens when you begin to live and breathe and drink from this tree of trusting in Him? Life will just manifest. Amen. Maybe you're sick in your body today. What happens? You begin to partake of the healing. Amen. Of the tree of life. You just begin to say, Lord, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Maybe there will be a challenging season coming ahead. There is a week that there will be a season wherein this is going to be challenging. Well, Lord, I trust in you that you love me. Amen? I trust in you that you will take care of me. I trust in you that you will take care of my family. Amen? Why? Rather than listening to what's going to happen and, you know what? You know, the thoughts... You know, the problems and the way people think and the, you know, what will happen. We always have the propensity to think bad and the worst. Right? Amen. You know, what will happen in the coming days? It's going to be bad. Why not begin to eat from the tree of life? And begin to say, it's going to be good. It's going to be glorious for me. I am going to be protected. I am going to be supplied. He will not leave me. He will not forsake me. When God leads me into a season, into a good place or into another place, He will not drop me. He will always be there and everything that I need was going to be there. Everything He set it up for me. What are you doing? You're beginning to trust in Him. Amen? Oh, my prayer is that we always draw from the tree of life. We eat from this. We trust in Christ. That's why The key here is just continue to feed on what He has done, who He is, and who we are in Him. Amen? Let me end with one verse. Is this blessing you? It says here, 2 Corinthians 3, 16 to 18. Whenever though they turn to face God as Moses did, God removes the veil and there they are, face to face. Whenever we make a decision, Lord, I need you, You know what happens? We are face to face with God. Verse 17, they suddenly recognize that God is a living personal presence, not a piece of chiseled stone. And when God is personally present, a living spirit, that old constricting legislation is recognized as what? Obsolete. We're free of it. All of us, nothing between us and God, and our face is shining with the brightness of His face. So we are transfigured much like the Messiah. And our lives now gradually, as we continue to draw from this tree of life, becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters. That word enters, that does not mean, you know, pass or will enter. But every time, it's a present tense reality that every time we draw from Him, he enters our lives and we become what? Like Him. Among you want that? 
But just lift your hands, everybody, people in the congregation. Just thank the Lord. Lord, as we lift our hands today, we just acknowledge that we need you more. We just acknowledge, Lord, apart from you, we cannot do anything. We are nothing. And so as we lift our hands, this is a sign wherein we draw from you. We surrender. We say, God, we trust you. And we draw and eat and feed on the tree of life. Thank you for everything that you have done and what you are doing. You love us and you have a bright future for us. And we trust in that love. And whatever season, whatever challenges the people are in today, thank you that we have hope and we have expectation because we are going to be drawing. Make a choice to draw from life. Thank you as we draw from life. We are going to expect life in every situation that we are in. Can someone say life? Amen. Begin to prophesy that over your situation. I see there will be life. I see life in my situation. I see life in the midst of my problems. I see life in the midst of death. We receive it today. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Man, what remain uh, in this attitude today, I'm just going to invite some people. Maybe there are some people here, you are here for the first time, and God, I believe, brought you here to hear a message like this. It really boils down to trust. Are we trusting in our strength, our own, or are we trusting in Him who loves us the most? God, Jesus died so that we could have an access to Him that He can be real to us. Maybe you're here in this place and you're saying, Pastor, I'm not sure if I have already given my life to Jesus. I'm not sure if I have Him in my heart. But because of what I'm hearing, I want to be sure. I want my life to draw from the tree of life. I want this life to be filled by you, Jesus. So if that is your prayer, we are going to lead you. I am going to be privileged to lead you in this relationship with Christ. So if that is you, why not just lift your hand and say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus into my heart. Anyone in this congregation who wants to receive the Lord as their personal Lord and Savior, thank you, sir. Any more? Amen. Amen. I see there are people maybe in the fourth floor. That's good. Just lift your hands. Amen. It's beautiful because God sees your heart. Amen. Now you can put down your hand and I'm going to pray. Today, I pray it from your heart and I believe the Lord Jesus is going to come and change your life. Are you ready to pray? Well, pray, pray this with me. Congregation, why not pray along? Pray this. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for Jesus. Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior today and forever. I receive your grace. I receive the forgiveness of all of my sins. Today, I am saved. Today, I am free. Thank you that I have life inside of me. In your name I pray. Amen. 
Thank you for listening. For more information, follow us on social media or visit our website at newlifebefore.com.